0: Welcome to the No Wasted Days podcast. I'm Blaine Marion.
1: And I'm Courtney Marion.
0: And on this podcast, we dive deep into the unconventional ways we got sober.
1: And how we continue to stay sober.
0: Well, welcome to episode 27 of the No Wasted Days podcast. I'm your co-host, Blaine Marion.
1: And I'm Courtney Marion.
0: And today's episode, we're going to be talking about work. I'm uh, currently working right now, and we're actually recording this in my truck because I uh, Courtney came to visit me, so uh, hopefully the sound quality is pretty good, and uh, yeah. So, Courtney, what was uh, work like in active addiction? Did you go to work hungover a (laughs) lot?
1: Constantly. It's funny, because you're like, let's do a podcast at work. I'm like, I don't have a fucking job. I actually just... I was supposed to go back in June and told him to fuck it, to huff it. No, I'm not going back. Um, But yeah, so working while being in active addiction was fucking terrible. I used to literally... Like, I would stay up till God knows what fucking time, drinking and being a piece of shit. And then I would have such bad, bad jitters and anxiety that I would literally go fucking, like, all night without sleeping.
0: Yeah. And just going to work with, like, no sleep and hungover is, like, the worst thing in the world.
1: And, like, you just have, like, absolutely no patience for anything. Yeah. And the slightest inconvenience just pushes you, like, right to the fucking brink.
0: Yeah. And uh, in my my job, you know, I work in the oil patch and I I already work long hours as it is like 13, 12, 13 hour days usually. And I remember back in active addiction, it was like I would get to a job and rig in. And as soon as like the work was done, so after like a day or two, I'd be like, okay, I can get fucking drunk tonight because tomorrow <laughs> it's, you know, it's gonna be an easy day. We're just gonna flow or whatever. <clears throat> so things have changed so much now because like, obviously, I'm not going to work hungover. So much more productive. And it was just a constant cycle of going to work feeling like shit, doing a shitty job, somehow getting away with it, and just fucking being terrible, being hungover, trying to sleep all day at work. And oh, just the worst.
1: And just like ultimately, I feel like not giving a shit. <clears throat> yeah. But like giving a shit because you're like, fuck, I got to pay bills and stuff. But like, really, I just don't fucking, I don't fucking care. I just, I'm just doing like the bare minimum to float myself through the fucking day.
0: Yeah.
1: And like for me, that was hard because well, I had a, I've had a several different roles working in a bank, um, as a bank teller. Being hungover was the worst fucking thing in the whole entire world.
0: <laughs> I couldn't imagine dealing you... with other people like the public. Oh, oh, and
1: like that is always like fucking literally. That would always be the day where you were busy off the fucking just lying out of the fucking door, and it was always problems and people yelling and screaming at you. And the whole entire time, I'm like, fuck me, do I still stink? yeah and like I, I remember i used to fucking stock my wicket with gum yeah so like because i'm like fuck like do dude oh mad i don't miss this but i still have a reoccurring like fucking memory of the breath you get when you stayed up all night drinking yeah that weird fucking putrid nasty like you can brush your teeth brush your teeth brush your teeth but it's fucking there for like two days yeah and i used to yeah i used to stock my fucking wicket with gum um I just like, those were always the days when I was on fucking the front line dealing with asshole people all day long. And by the end of the day, I literally just wanted to like fucking peel myself out of my own skin and just be like, I, I fucking can't do this anymore. I'm done.
0: Yeah. I used to have gum stashed in my truck all the time. And even to this day, I can't eat mint gum because it just reminds me of being hung over and trying to hide the booze breath. It's ugh.
1: And the bru- okay, the bruise breath is a uh, like as a real thing because there's another girl I used to work with years and years ago. is when I first started, not at the bank, I just fucking quit from, but the mm. one I worked at originally when I was a kid. She used to use halls. Yeah, she was like, oh, there's nothing like there's nothing that breaks the fucking stank like halls. I and mean, then you could just be like, and if you're like kind of like feeling like shit or like you could be like, yeah, I'm coming down with something. Like, yeah, I got a <laughs> yeah. real sore throat. She's like, and then you can play that to your advantage to try and go home early if you're fucking lucky. Yeah. I was never lucky enough to get to go home, get to go home early.
0: Yeah. So back in the day in active addiction, you know, we'd stay up till, you know, probably usually around two in the morning, I'd shut her down. And then I'd have to get up and drive to work at four thirty-five, pick people up, go to work. And I remember like sometimes just having to pull over on the side of the road and like throwing up and just like, oh my God. And then you get to work and then you got to do a safety meeting. And I was the guy that always had to talk. So it was just like the worst thing. I'm just trying to hold it all together. It's like just get through this meeting and then we can go outside and go throw up behind the shack. Like, oh man. <laughs> like just me. the worst.
1: That is the worst. And like so it's so it's interesting because as like my roles changed in work and like as I got promotions, and surprisingly, don't know don't fucking tell me how that happened. <laughs> yeah. No, I shouldn't say that. I've always had a good work ethic and I'd like to say I was good at what I did. I don't, didn't enjoy what I did, but I was fucking top notch at it. Mm -hmm. Um, as I like got promotions in my deal, in my, like kind of climbed my fucking ladder. My next, um, my next promotion gave me almost too much freedom because I had my own office and I could design my own schedule. Yeah. Yeah. So you can imagine what those fucking days were like when I was in complete and utter control not having to deal with 5,000 bitching, complaining fucking people. Yeah. Um. When I was able to just dictate my fucking own schedule and come and go, take my lunch, do whatever the fuck I wanted, be like, oh, if I want to, if I want to make fucking take three cu- or three clients today, I'll only take three clients today. Like that was probably when peak addiction mm-hmm. hit.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. And it almost got to the point where it made it easy to fucking... Be hungover because you would just be like, okay, sign here, do this, do that. Here's your fucking credit check. Yeah, I'll talk to you in a week.
0: Yeah. And it was almost the same for me. I was in a supervisor role and I'd have assistants and stuff. And like, all hey, right, you guys go to work and I'm just going to go pass out in the shack. <laughs> and I'd sleep till, you know, 9, 10, and just, oh, man. As long as the guys held her down outside, I could get away with it. Sometimes it bit in your ass and then you got to go outside hung over and do shit and just miserable.
1: Just, yeah, I just remember you too, like sometimes you wouldn't have time to shower, like, because you yeah. stay up till fucking 2.30 in the morning and have to leave at 4.30. And you just like, I'm like, how does nobody know that you smell like three-day-old hammered dog shit? That's like, what I... Does nobody notice that you just fucking smell like death and you look fucking haggard and you're just like, geez.
0: Yeah, that's what I always thought too, was like, how did I, like, I'm sure some people smelt it and didn't say anything. But a couple people I worked with were like, oh, I had no idea. And I'm like, how did you not know? Like I'm, I had to have smelled like booze and like, I look like shit, absolute shit. But I guess if you just look like shit all the time, I don't know.
1: <laughs> well, and if other people look like shit, cause they are doing the same fucking thing. Yeah. It was, you know what I mean? It's easy to just like look past it. I had one girl, like, again, not at the bank, not at the bank I was previously at, but the one I started with, she fucking, she was like, it's like, you smell like booze. And I was like. <laughs> Oh, that's weird. It must be my coat. I wore it out for St. Patrick's Day last weekend and I spilled, I, I got fireball spilt on it. She's like, yeah, I don't think that's what it is. <laughs> and at the time I was like, what a fucking bitch. But yeah, you're right. If you're listening to this podcast, that definitely was, yeah, that wasn't the fucking yeah. coat lady. That was me. I fucking probably got an hour and a half sleep that night before I came to do the do.
0: I remember one time a guy was like, oh, did you have a couple rums last night? And that night I actually didn't. I was like, uh, no. <laughs> He's like cool, oh, you smell like rum I'm like, oh, that's weird.
1: Gross.
0: <laughs> yeah, and now that now that I'm I, I still work in the low patch and stuff, and I see it from time to time, not. I haven't seen it in a while, but you know, you'll be in the safety meeting and I see a couple guys or something, and I'm like, oh, yeah, they tied one on last night. Like it's so easy for me to spot, and I'm just like, oh man, I don't miss that fucking feeling at all.
1: no, absolutely not. So and th- so that being said, when I got my next promotion and I fucking ended up being the frontline manager there, I no way in hell would go to that fucking job hungover. Like, Mm -hmm. thankfully I think were we sober then. We were, we had we just were, got, yeah. yeah, we had just, I just gotten that promotion shortly after we got, so, well, shortly after we got sober and like, yeah, there is no fucking way in hell. You're on the fucking front end. Shit is going down. You're in the trenches, left, right, and center. You're always getting fucking yelled at. And then COVID hit, which made things five times fucking worse mm-hmm. because everybody was a psychopath and everybody needed their mortgage referred and everybody needed fucking this and everybody needed that. And like all these people were getting money and just like, ugh, it was terrible all these hobos were coming in with no fucking ID and fighting with my tellers <laughs> left, right, and center. Like, yeah. thank fuck for that. Because I think I would have fucking lost my shit. I think I would have been ended up in the fucking mental institution had I still been drinking and doing that job. Holy.
0: Yeah. Yikes. So now that, now that you're sober and stuff, and you said you don't work at the bank anymore, but I was like, well, you still have a job. You take care of macaroni meadows and the farm. So what uh, do you think taking care of it would be hard if you're still in active addiction
1: oh fucking rights, it would be hard yeah you think you want to be out there fucking wrangling ducks and fucking pulling <laughs> shrubs and fucking mowing lawn and yeah no everything even the simplest of tasks is 900 harder when you're fucking hungover yeah like tying your shoe is it can be agony when you're fucking you drank it off the night before
0: mm-hmm. yeah that's true
1: and i think it's more than that too i think it's like it like your mental health takes such a toll when you're you know you're in active addiction that you don't like it's not it it sucks enough to have to physically do things but mentally your mind is just so fucking not there yeah like your mind is just like no i'm just gonna sit in my bed and be a shell and feel like a piece of shit for three days (laughs) yeah and then when i start to feel like that ounce of like serotonin build back up i'll be like okay it must be time to start this process all over again
0: yeah, it was such like a vicious circle. You just get over like the hangover and a couple more days at work, and you're like, ah, you know, I've did a good job these last couple of days. I can come in and reward myself, go out for wings, get absolutely shit faced, stay up till two, get an hour's sleep, <laughs> get in the truck, go to work.
1: And like that's, I always thought that was fucking crazy because I was like, how do you get up and like how do you like you drive the roads in the winter time? Like yeah. you were fucking. I always thought that was absolutely crazy, and like I, for some strange reason, I get a little bit of extra sleep but really it wasn't sleep it was like anxiety because i'd be so anxious because i knew the next day at work would be such fucking utter hell yeah and i knew better but i still continue to like put myself in this rut where i would do the same thing over and over again and you almost got to the point where you got good at it yeah it was almost part of your persona that you just knew how to hide it And i don't know how the fuck i did it for so long and without like yeah. I like I've been like knock on wood, like I never gotten shit at work. I never like nobody ever fucking called me out on it. Not like my family was never like, "Hey, do you have a fucking problem?" Yeah. Like I don't know how it went on for so long without anybody fucking approaching the subject.
0: yeah, I never missed a single day of work. And that it blows my mind. <laughs> like how did I not? Like out of all the times I got drunk, I don't know how, but I managed to get there every single time and uh oh big truck going by (laughs) hopefully it's not too loud (laughs) but yeah i never missed a single day of work and i mean i wasn't fit for duty by any means (laughs) i mean like come on let's be honest here and yeah like i don't know how people didn't know like it just blows my mind because like i guess if you're hung over for three or four times a week. I mean, you're just going to think like, Oh, this guy's always like, this. that's
1: just how they function. That's just them that they're just a shell. Yeah, it's true though. Like it gets to that point. If that's your personality, Mm -hmm. because they don't see you as like a normal person. They just see you as a shell all the time.
0: I know it was, it was pretty bad at one point because I was finding it easier to go to work on days that I drank the night before I found it wasn't as hard to get to work. I wasn't as tired. Cause of the drugs, (laughs) (laughs) but on days where like, I didn't drink the night before I was just so exhausted from the days before leading up to it, that it was just like, Oh man, I was so tired when I got to work and I could barely function and just all those hangovers catching up to a guy.
1: Well, and they will. And that's this is something that, you know, as we're getting older, and like our next our generations ahead of us are getting older and stuff like I can see it and family and friends that are older than us, like the ones that have lived really fucking hard, tough lives, like the one the lives we were living, mm-hmm. I can see it. And you know, like, they're getting bad sicknesses, and they're fucking falling apart way before they should be. And like, it's just it's sad to look at. And honestly, it's, it's something that like, I'm sure had we not fucking nipped it in the bud when we did, that would have been our fucking future. Yeah. You know, and it's, uh, I just like, I look at these people and I'm just like, fuck me. Like, oh, it's just a a real reality check to, you know, and I'm not saying who the fuck knows what's going to happen in the future, but fuck me. I want to give myself every fucking good shot to not end up like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I will never go back to that life. It was so bad. And now even just working the hours that I do now and not drinking, I'm like, how did I like, how did I do it? I don't have any time as it is now. Let alone going out drinking for five, six hours or whatever it was, like I just don't understand how I had the time to do it. Like,
1: because the you did qual, you did case. Okay, so your quality of the things you did was dog shit, but yeah. you, the quantity was still there. Yeah, that's that's the difference, right? Like now is like things are like our life is quality now, not quantity. Yeah, to me that is, that is the huge game changer.
0: Yeah, that is true.
1: But it yeah, and it's uh, it's one of those things you think about it, and you're just like how did it go on and how did it go on unrecognized Mm -hmm. like even like when we you know when we first got sober we didn't tell a whole lot of people but like as this fucking podcast came out and we started to be (laughs) like open so many people were like what
0: yeah a lot of people were surprised and i was like how are you surprised i don't know (laughs) i I guess it's because i was the one doing it i wasn't surprised obviously
1: but like even like people that some of them that were in our inner circle, mm-hmm. like it, I wasn't even like surprised. It was like, nah, like you guys aren't even that bad. Like, yes, yeah, like even my parents to this day don't think I had a problem. Yeah, like I like literally was like, mom, I have a fucking podcast about this. Like, you don't think there was a problem?
0: There's a huge problem.
1: The reason you don't think that there was a problem is because you have your fucking head buried in the sand because yeah. you didn't want to see. And I mean. At the point when I was in active addiction, I was glad, you know, that their heads, was, uh, people's head was in the sand. Yeah. But now I'm just like, fuck me. Like, what a cry for help that no one ever even like thought to investigate.
0: Yeah. Cause it wasn't, I don't know. I never really had a cry for help cause I hit it all the time. I would always, I like, you know, when you're at work and stuff, a lot of guys be like, Oh, let's go for beers tonight. I would never do that. I'd never advertise it. I would never drink with people I worked with. I'd always do it with you or like by myself. I didn't that's want true. them to know like how ba- big of a problem it was because I mean if they would have found out I was getting drunk three four times a week like there would have been a problem <laughs>
1: there would have been a problem or I'm also thinking a part of it, it was like fuck we're getting drunk three four times a week too I think yeah. that's how or they would
0: have yeah they would have just got drunk with me <laughs>
1: yeah right like I think that's how a lot of it kind of like went undiagnosed yeah but like I know for me working you know in a formal setting having to have your fucking color ironed and looking blah, blah 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 like i don't know how the fuck nobody called me out of my shit yeah i must have been really fuck- it, it, it must have been really fucking good or just people just like look the other way i don't know
0: yeah
1: i mean either way i'm thankful i guess because i did like it got me to where i am but also i'm just like oh like i the thought of working with people and being like in that social environment, like I would rather fucking slam my left tit in the car door repeatedly. (laughs) Like I don't, uh, and it's, it's, it sounds so like shitty, like it's such a shitty thing to say because I did it for so long, but I just no, any part of that. Just nope. Yeah. Good. Good, good, good. I'll fucking do anything I got to do, but I just, that's not for me no more.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. But yeah, other than that, what, I mean, any other reflections about working? drinking
0: i was trying to think of some old like stories yeah some old stories and stuff and like some of the shit that we did was so retarded and and Uh, i remember so back in the day we used to go to this camp and it was way up north north of fort nelson and it was almost like a rehab for everybody because there (laughs) it was so far away from town that you actually couldn't drink and stuff so we'd be there for back then there was no like real rules we were there for 30, 40 days. 60 Sometimes, days one yeah. Time. Some guys even did 100 days. Like, you're in the bush just forever. So, we'd get out of there, and, uh, you know, you'd hit Fort Nelson and Dan's Pub and the liquor store. And the next thing you know, it's a complete shit show on the drive home. And you usually get one guy that'd be like, oh, let's let this guy drive because he doesn't drink or whatever. And I'd be like, okay, yeah, perfect. Now I can just tie one on. And I remember so many times coming back from Fort Nelson and guys like throwing up out the window and (laughs) uh, one year we were, (laughs) this is actually kind of funny. We were flying back and forth one year and uh, it's the same thing. We had, we got, we had to, we took a chopper from camp to the (laughs) airport and then we had like a delay of like four or five hours. So of course "Eh, let's get a cab and go into town and get drunk and, one of the guys we were working with got absolutely hammered. <laughs> so we'd come back to the airport and, you know, we're, fuck, we're feeling pretty good. But this guy, he was a little more than us. And our boss was there because he was going, he was flying in or whatever. And he got right up in his face and was like, I want a fucking raise. <laughs> i want it now just you know just hammered making a scene in the airport
1: he always made a fucking scene
0: (laughs) so we get on the airplane and they almost didn't let him on and after that we were no longer allowed to leave the airport to go into town we couldn't be trusted and i just Um, think like oh it's so funny because like you put guys in camp for 30 days at a time and they get out and they just go insane and it's I don't know what I would be like in that situation now because I wouldn't want to be around drunk people. And I'd be like, Oh my God, it'd be just, yeah, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even be the sober driver. Cause I'd be like, no, you're not drinking in my vehicle. I'm not dealing with you fucking idiots.
1: Or like to that point where you're just like, you guys are so fucking annoying. Yeah, like we have a well, I don't know if you're going, but we have a fucking social event coming up here. And I know a lot of people are gonna be drinking. Yeah. And I'm fine with the aspect of like people drinking, like it doesn't bother me. But the fact that like, I'm like, how long do I have to, how long do I have to stay without being rude? Before I'm like, Oh, my God, you guys are so fucking annoying. I can't deal with your shit. I'm leaving. Like, what is the fine line between like, like, being, like, nice and being, like, oh, yay, great, congratulations, and being, like, holy fuck, get away from me, I can't do this anymore, you're so annoying.
0: For me, it's the second I love you. <laughs> you know when drunk <laughs> people like, I love you, man, it's yeah, like, yeah, oh, I love yeah, you, too. I'm, yeah. The second one, it's like, okay, time to go. <laughs>
1: and, like, drunk people always hug you, and I'm always, like, and I was such a hugger, too. Like, yeah. like after, like, three drinks, like, oh, I'm just fucking loving life. But, now, like, drunk people are always, like, hugging you if it's a good occasion, and you're just, like, I love you, but you fucking stink. Yeah. Like, you stank, man, you stank.
0: Yeah, the smell of booze just oh, it makes me sick.
1: If I sit there and think, oh, okay, that bottle I got from the that Bottle I got from the thrift store. It's like an old Patron Patron bottle. It's yeah. empty. Yeah. But I wanted the bottle because it's like cute and witchy, and I'm gonna make moon water and do weird shit with it. Yeah. I like I fucking took me forever. I like yanked on the cork. I yanked on the cork. Finally got it off, and it just reeks. Oh. And I'm like, fuck! I can't make my moon water with this. I was Patron wondering about that. Moon water.
0: It's an old tequila bottle. I'm like, I wonder if they rinsed it. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> no. Know. She's a little fucking potent. If that, you made moon water out of that, it'd be like fucking Mexican moon water. Holy. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's just ah. I don't know. It's, I guess it's a part of our past, part of our history, part of what makes us who we are, but it's also such, like, something I'm so happy that is in the past.
0: Oh, me too.
1: Because literally, work, fuck work, anything, drinking, drinking and being hungover makes absolutely the simplest task. Chewing fucking gum is all Mm -hmm. of a sudden hard.
0: Yeah.
1: And, like, there's no... When you go back, like, there's no going back once you've fucking seen how much easier your life can be.
0: Yeah, no kidding. It's so much easier. Everything about it's easier.
1: And, like, just, like, even, like, seeing, you know, Friday, Saturday morning, Sunday morning, watch, like, seeing fucking hungover people uptown and shit, you're just like, damn, you're in for a rough day. And I still remember that feeling, and that fear alone will keep me from fucking drinking ever again.
0: Yeah, no kidding. Ever again. Well, guys, we're gonna keep this one kind of short. I gotta get back to work. So, this is episode 27. Hope you guys liked it. Check out next Friday. Peace.